We hope you are enjoying our expanded podcast schedule. For the month of July, we have something new for our members. Each month, members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of July, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code fireworks at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code fireworks. Thank you for your support. It's August 1st, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cottonor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. France's foreign ministry has announced plans to evacuate French citizens from Niger after President Mohamed Bazoum was overthrown by his presidential guard. The decision comes in response to the unstable situation in Niamey, where violence against the French embassy and closed airspace prevented citizens from leaving on their own. Italy also planned to repatriate its nationals from Niger with a special flight. The coup on July 26th has caused regional shockwaves, and while ECOWAS has imposed sanctions on Niger, Burkina Faso and Mali have warned against any external military aggression in Niger. Tensions rose further when coup supporters attacked the French embassy in Niamey, leading French President Emmanuel Macron to issue a stern warning against further attacks on French interests. Some locals in the region express a desire for France to stop intervening in their affairs, despite the country's decade-long presence in the region, assisting in the fight against armed groups. Russian authorities have accused Kyiv of launching drone attacks on Moscow and its surroundings, with one drone hitting a building in the capital that was previously damaged in a similar attack days ago. Russian officials claim that the intensified attacks on the capital region indicate failures in Ukraine's counteroffensive, while Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky suggests that the war is gradually returning to Russian territory without taking responsibility for the attacks. The conflict between Russia and Ukraine continues to escalate, with Russian forces also attacking Kharkiv, Ukraine's second-largest city, while using Iranian-made Shahed drones. The attacks have resulted to damage to buildings and casualties, and tensions remain high as the conflict enters its 18th month. Last week, Netanyahu and his allies passed a law that strips the high court's power to invalidate government decisions deemed unreasonable. This move came after the Supreme Court used the reasonable test standard, to block the appointment of a Netanyahu ally as interior minister due to his recent guilty plea to tax offenses. The Supreme Court will hear the case challenging the removal of the reasonableness standard on September 12th, with a full bench of 15 justices highlighting the sensitivity of the matter. Netanyahu's administration's efforts to reform the judiciary have deeply divided the already polarized country and led to prolonged protests amid ongoing concerns about his fitness to govern 
while facing corruption charges. Elsewhere, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky acknowledges the Russian attempts to kill him, but emphasizes that he cannot afford to dwell on the fear constantly. He has become a target due to his role in rallying international support against Russian invasion. Despite the risks, Zelensky has continued his work with overseas visits planned secretly. There are concerns about the succession plan if something were to happen to him, but there is a leadership team in place that could ensure continuity. Ukraine's strong sense of nationhood and resilient institutions have been forged during the conflict. While Zelensky's charismatic leadership has captivated international audiences, Ukraine's unity and determination go beyond one individual. The possibility of Zelensky's assassination is seen as unlikely to disrupt Ukraine's resolve against Russian aggression. The ruling military in Myanmar has granted a pardon to jailed former leader Aung San Suu Kyi on five of the 19 charges she was convicted of, reducing her 33-year jail term by six years. However, she will continue to remain under house arrest. The pardoning was part of a larger amnesty where more than 7,000 prisoners were freed across the country, which has been facing turmoil since the military overthrew Suu Kyi's elected government in early 2021. The junta also reduced the jail term of former President Win Myant by four years, but both Suu Kyi and Win Myant will remain in detention. The charges for which Suu Kyi was pardoned were minor ones related to breaching COVID-19 rules during election campaigning. Suu Kyi, a Nobel laureate and democracy campaigner, has been in and out of detention for years due to her opposition to military rule. Many governments have called for her unconditional release and that of other political prisoners. Critics view the partial pardons as a cosmetic move, and some believe they are intended to alleviate international pressure amidst the ongoing crisis in Myanmar. Fannie Willis, the district attorney of Fulton County, Georgia, is prepared to proceed with indictments in her investigation of Donald Trump's election subversion. In Washington, Special Counsel Jack Smith is expected to add charges related to election subversion to the 40 counts already filed against Trump for attaining classified documents. Trump faces 34 criminal charges in New York over hush money payments to Stormy Daniels, and there are lawsuits ongoing about his business affairs. Despite these legal challenges, Trump continues to dominate the field in Republican presidential primary polls, with 54% support in his first 2024 survey. He demands Republican support for impeaching Joe Biden over allegations against Hunter Biden, putting his party at risk. Trump's influence on endorsements for candidates has been disputed, with mixed results in past races. He faces potential legal repercussions from investigations into the January 6th attack on the Capitol and election subversion, with Fulton County showing confidence in securing convictions. While Biden and Trump are closely matched in general election polling, Some Republican candidates, including Ron DeSantis, have floated the idea of pardoning Trump, raising concerns among critics. Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer, warned that Trump's likely nomination poses a real threat to the nation. In lighter news, in Group E of the Women's World Cup, the United States finished as runners-up and advanced to the round of 16, despite being held to a 0-0 draw by Portugal. 
the U.S. women's national team faced strong opposition from a well-organized Portugal team, and they were almost defeated in stoppage time when Portugal's Ana Capetta hit the post. The U.S. team will now face the winner of Group G in their first knockout match, likely Sweden. Meanwhile, the Netherlands progressed as Group E winners with a dominant 7-0 victory over Vietnam. The U.S. women's national team's unbeaten streak in the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand continues, but they will be without Rose Lavelle, who received a yellow card and is suspended for the round of 16 clash. Despite the challenges faced in the group stage, the women's team still has the opportunity to compete for an unprecedented third consecutive Women's World Cup title. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.